Welcome to the Purpose and Profit Sisterhood podcast, where we are a stand for the EAN. We're here to help you make a meaningful difference in a magnificent living. Your bodacious host is Jeanette Anderson. She's your irreverent guide to being bold, brilliant, and brave. So grab your wine, a way to take notes, and strap in. Because this is a no BS, value-packed tour through topics that you need to know about now. Hi, Jeanette here with this week's Afterward. This week, we were talking about attracting in your soulmate, which got me to thinking about our initial blueprints and beliefs around relationship. Now, I got to tell you, I was going to come on originally and say, I got nothing and call it at that. But I didn't think that was really fair to you and was a bit of a cop out on my part. Okay, not a bit. It was a lot of a cop out on my part. You see, I've been thinking about dating and dabbling and dipping my toe back into dating and have been working on attracting teammates in that were really good to help me grow my business. And it's been a struggle. Most of that has been a struggle, which is why I didn't want to come and give you any advice, because frankly, I can't get it to work just right just yet. But I did want to come and tell you where some of the uh, challenges are coming up and the beliefs that don't work. So in this case, you can learn from what I would tell you not to do versus what I'm going to tell you to do. Uh, having facilitated personal development courses for the better part of four decades, I know a lot of what we manifest comes down to what we believe, what we call in based on our core beliefs, limiting, supportive, or otherwise. So for example, um, most of us learn what we learn about marriage, relationships, family in our early childhood based on what we watched. For some, that's traumatic and, and very dysfunctional. For others, it might have been a Norman Rockwell kind of family that you grew up in. I think every single family has its quote unquote dysfunction, i.e. our humanity comes into play. And when you put one person's humanity bumping up against another's, it's bound to create some challenges, chaos, and uh, in some cases, trauma. That's simply the nature of being alive and human beings, but it also creates tremendous growth and opportunities and love. So when I looked at what are my blueprints and patterns when it comes to partnership, uh, what I, I was not surprised by, because I've done a lot of work on this, is that they're not, they weren't very healthy, and I haven't got them completely restored, sorted out, reframed, and replaced yet, the limiting beliefs. So some of them, for instance, my mom was married four times before I was seven, and another time after that later in life. Um, and so largely, all of the men that, that came into that relationship with her uh, came in and out of my life. <clears throat> were by and large violent or by the time she was done with them they were violent um so they weren't very good uh, influences they were largely absent meaning they were either unavailable um financially mentally emotionally or literally physically gone a lot of the time um there was a lot of men that came and went in my mother's life and therefore in my life um and my experience of it was largely they're not available. They're not, they don't help me at best. In many cases, they leave me alone and they're just absent. At worst, they were very negative influences and very detrimental. So I, my framework around that was that what I learned is largely relationships are a source of chaos, work, and pain. 
they are often absent. And in my mom's case, what I learned is that uh, you have to keep a man with sex or keep and attract a man with sex. Therefore, a lot of my relationships have been about bartering sex for affection um, and that we end up doing all the work. So as you can see, not very healthy foundation for calling in really workable relationships. Now, having said that, yes, I've done a lot of work, uh, personal development work, reading lots of personal development books, therapy, counseling, coaching, et cetera, over the decades. And I'm in a largely healthier place, but frankly, still live with quite a bit of ambivalence about partnerships are often more work than they're worth, which keeps me struggling to do the same thing over and over. Now, some of my entrepreneurial friends out there, if you are not nodding your head, you're lying, because I guarantee you, many of you have a similar belief that it's easier to do it myself. It's easier, faster, safer, whatever words you want to put in there. And so when I look at that grounding, that limiting belief that's there in the initial phases around re relationships and what they mean, how does that show up in my business? Well, of course, I have had struggles with attracting teammates who are loyal, consistent, show up, do the work, take things off my plate. Really what I've created in a lot of situations is that I spend a lot of time managing AKA control, because control is often what we double down on in the event of things not being safe or working well. So we double down on control, but then we don't get to actually delegate. What we're doing is just putting more work on our plate, because even if they are doing some of the tasks, we replace doing the work with managing the doing of the work. And so what I realized in many of my team members that I was bringing in is that I wasn't actually getting more work off my plate. In fact, I was getting more work on my plate because I was delegating or not delegating effectively. I was either micromanaging, hunkering down on control and not letting go of the things I needed to let go to set them up for success or was abdicating, which is the other flip side of that. In a desire to be rescued, which gets kind of built into a lot of women and a lot of people, especially if they've come out of chaos and challenge and trauma, they have, you know, some built in white knight fantasies, someone will come along and just make my life easier. So sometimes that really comes up and shows up in our building of our team. And how that can look is we call in people who look like they're super competent, can handle it. And then rather than delegating and managing them effectively to set them up for success, we abdicate. We go, oh, you're here to save me. And we give them everything. And they end up getting snowed under or... Um, uh, thrown into the deep end without the right information that they need. In other words, not set up for success. There's a big difference between delegation and abdication. And I got to say, looking back over the years, there's been many times that I've abdicated, not delegated. In my desire to just be rid of all of the pain and challenges and frustrations and things I didn't want to do, oh my, that's what ended up happening. So what I want you to kind of take away from this is not how messed up my background is, but is take a look at your own grounding in relationships, in partnership. What did you grow up thinking and believing about collaboration, about getting support, about co-creating something beautiful with someone? Because ultimately what we believe we can create 
got first modeled or not modeled by those who we lived with. So what did you learn? What were your beliefs that may or may not still be existing and may or may not be playing out in your, in your relationships and your business? Taking it outside the team realm, I've been very committed to collaboration, to creating collaborative arrangements, but here's what happens. I set up JV partnerships or, or uh, talk to people, enroll them in my vision. They're happy to support, but then I don't follow through on actually getting them to support, to actually do the work. Um, because it's it, um, that I have it at times that it's too much work for them or I'm being a bother or I just want them to do it all and I don't wanna to have to do anything to even make it feasible for them to help me. Um, there's all sorts of different kinds of things going on that make me not very good at enrolling joint venture partners and setting them up for success so that they can help me be successful. Again, similar patterns when I look, it's tied back to how I grew up and what I learned about partnerships. And so I get to be right about, I have to do it all myself rather than calling in the support. Um, and so same thing with clients and same thing with uh, uh, collaborations that we may be doing. When I got the download for Bodacity, which was all about shifting the world from fear to love, one happy and empowered woman at a time, it sounded great. I got the, the mindset and the community and the vision and the global, global community vision and it requires that if I'm going to co-create something, if we're going to co-create a new way of doing business, if women are being called to step up and out and, and reinvent what the patriarchy has to offer with a different way of doing things, it made sense to me that it was through collaboration and co-creation and co-opetition. And yet it is not something that I have practiced, learned and or mastered yet. So I've been stepping into more and more collaborations consciously to be able to get better at it. And yes, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, sometimes they get the results we want, but they have all been a learning experience about communication, about how to consciously set up win-wins. And from that perspective, they've been very, very successful. But collaboration, like any other skill, is a skill that needs to be learned and practiced. It's not something that is intuitive and that people come out of the womb knowing what to do and how to do it well. So my encouragement for you and I is to continue to do work on reframing limiting beliefs around who and what we want to attract into our business, into our lives, and really get clear on what it is we do want because we are making it all up. All those limiting beliefs, all that crap from, you know, things that I think about men and relationships and so forth based on my childhood, they're just stories. Were they the experience I had? Sure. Were they the experience many people have? Absolutely. But does that mean it's the only experience available and that everyone has that experience? No, not everyone goes through abuse and abandonment and addictions and so forth. And it is possible to create love and support without those components when we heal those wounds. So in your business, in your personal life, um, it is about creating a new narrative, a new story, 
living into that and consciously supporting that new framing until it becomes as habituated as the old stories were. It's not about a once and done. It's about habituating it. So one of the things I'm working on with my two coaches is helping me reframe that story, helping me keep it front and center that I can collaborate. I can call in tremendous support, working on relationships that really do create true win-wins. So a new belief could be, for example, I attract supportive, loyal team members who competently show up and shine, making our business soar them happy and my life easier and more profitable. So that's a, a um, affirmation that I have been using lately. And cons consequently, as I've been learning, growing and more consciously addressing this, I have been calling in better and better team people. And I've got a couple of rock stars now that I adore and who are super competent, take things off my plate and work really, really well at work that they're really enjoying. And I still have a couple spots that I'm trying to fill and have had some challenges with. So I'm in transition on this conversation and on this reframing of a new belief. So whether you're calling in a romantic partner, which is a whole other conversation for me and you to have someday, or you're calling in partnership in general in your life, and in this case, it's applicable to your business, then I would suggest that you take a listen to this week's episode if you haven't already, see what's transferable in terms of what she's talking about in the framework that she proposed, but also just really looking at your beliefs what's working, what's not working when it comes to attracting your ideal partners, team members, uh, soulmates, whatever it is you're calling in. In the meantime, oh, and by the way, one of the best and easiest ways to do that is not within ourselves. The only reason I'm working on that uh, within myself is because I've been trained for 40 years on how to process that and look at that. And like I said, I still have two coaches that I work on that with. So uh, it is much easier for us to get a look at what might our beliefs be, what are the ones that are working for us and what are the ones that are not, and how do we reframe the ones that are not by working with a really good coach, counselor, therapist, someone who can help you take those beliefs that are on the end of your nose and pull your hand back so that you can actually see what's there so that you can actually get some perspective on it. Because for most of us, it's we're just, it's water to a fish. We're too close to it. We can't see it. So get some support with that. If you would like some support with identifying and reframing your limiting beliefs so that you can create more abundance, more support, et cetera, please do call me. I know I've spent this whole thing talking to you about my messed up beliefs, but like I said, I have done work on them. I am making progress on them. And I really know how to help you <laughs> with the same thing, like most coaches or, or people who do uh, provide expertise and service. We're often much better at it for other people than we are for ourselves. And like I said, I am making good progress. All right, my friends, I hope you have taken this time to explore some of your beliefs around relationships, partnership, calling in who you want and support, and that you're applying that to making some concrete, tangible shifts in what you decide you're going to create going forward so that you can be the difference that only you can be. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, comment, and share. Now go be the difference only you can be.